Hello. Hello. You're very welcome to Ireland's Ear live at the tightrope in Unshaw. Yes, indeed. Uh, I'm Michael. I'm uh, Joan. This is um, Joan. Uh, yeah. We co-present the show, uh, which is also a podcast, in case any of you haven't heard that before. So we're, we're actually recording uh, the podcast here tonight in Unshaw. And there's, there's a lot of atmosphere going on downstairs, isn't there, Joan? Well, absolutely. I mean, we're used to... I should say, actually, that uh, lately we've been asked uh, by RTE to for us to stop saying we're um, recording live from RTE. Um, yeah. Now, uh, we, yeah. we actually record from a prefab in Slorgan, and you can Pre- see the aerial. Uh, so, uh, I mean, you know, perhaps we're, you know, basically using the same airwaves. I don't see a difference, it's but we have been asked road, to stop saying as that. As we always so, say. Uh, yes, a little, a little different to our prefab here. Usually, yes. just oh, me and Michael. Uh, there is some cozy. atmosphere downstairs. <laughs> Well, yes, downstairs is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, you really... It's good upstairs as well, Joan. Let's not... All right, don't lay into them yet. Oh, no, I, I mean, I wouldn't stream of... I, I mean, I, I have to say I'm not used to, you know, doing the show in front of That's because this is audience. the first one. Yes, yes. Um, but I'm just sorry if I'm a little off uh, colour. <laughs> Um, um, listen, you, you know, you, you got yourself going backstage in, in the way that you do. Uh, you don't normally take quite so much, but, but um, listen, we're going to have a great show. Um, as part of our contract here, uh, we, we, of course, have to do the, uh, we, we, we get to do... Uh, the posters competition. Oh, yes. Uh, we're big fans of, of competitions at Ireland's Ear. Yes, it tends to get the ratings up. It does. Um, what we do is we ask a really stupid question and then... Uh, charge entry. Charge fees. an incredible amount and see how many people are stupid enough to enter. And it, it works great. Um, so let's see if it works here. Has anybody done anything on social media for the tightrope this evening? Uh, who would like a poster of an ear that's also a mountain that's coming out of a lake? <laughs> or it could be dirt. <laughs> I don't know. For listeners at home, uh, it's a picture of an, of an ear. Yes. Um, you don't actually win a mountain coming out of a lake that, or dirt. You win a picture of it. That's what a poster Qu'est-ce is. Qu'est-ce say? Say pipe. Send All right, I told pipe. you not to do the French. I don't understand the French. Okay, a, so that's just a, a little bit... a very famous um, piece of artwork where um, it's not a pipe. It's here a picture we go. of a pipe. I'm um, not sure if some of you are familiar with it. Can we get a shout out for the picture, the popular picture, Cinepa Pipe? Yeah. Thank you. Oh, the atmosphere is almost as good as downstairs uh, now at this stage. Um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm going to turn the microphone down a little bit. The atmosphere is so great. Um, great. Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, um, I think it's time to meet. Uh, our first guest. Indeed. We got, um, we, let me explain this way, in a way that um, (laughs) maintains the um, facade. (laughs) We got suggestions of guests. Jobs. Jobs. And then we have someone to fill each of those jobs backstage. They're going to come on. Uh, So we got those from the audience and we don't know what they are yet. No. 
No. Good. They're I'm glad the, we're all... Uh, they're in this mug. They're in that mug, uh, found backstage. Who knows what diseases it contains. Uh, jobs. Are, jobs. I like diseases. That's a disease to me. Okay, well, Michael, um, I'll catch you in a I'll catch you later. Good. Well, here we are with our first guest. We're here with Mr. Francine Buckles, also known as Beefy. Um, and he's an evan- evangelical stripper. Um, you're on the show because you've been being harassed. Uh, is that right? And you're trying to basically uh, come clean and uh, about what you're really trying to do, uh, which is uh, good. That's absolutely right. That's absolutely right. Yes, I've been harassed and, and manhandled and, and all kinds of other things about my, my evangelical stripping. And, and I am here to say to you that what is going on is not going to stand. So, uh, I'm coming in real hot here. I'm coming in real hot. Let me tell you something. The Lord loves a stripper. I mean, I suppose, you know. Jesus on high, he said, bring to me the lowest of the man. I do not want to talk to kings. I want to talk to the lowest man that you can find. And so let, let them all be strippers. Beefy, beefy. Let, yes, let me just indeed. ask you this. So, you do see strippers as sort of a, a low form of human. Yes, indeed, and I am one. Yes, yes, indeed. And I mean, I can see already, really, why you've been having some public uh, PR problems, I suppose. Um, People don't understand. Like preachy. Well, I'm a preacher. I see. Okay, so... Uh, a, pr- a stripping preacher. I wandered out for years. I said to myself, I will be, uh, you know, I will work the land. As a, a, a farmer? As or? a farmer, and oh my, did the Lord not look to me then. Because the Lord doesn't want to speak to a farmer, he wants to speak to the lowest of man. And so I said, okay, then I shall become a banker. And the Lord said, you are doing too well for me, my son. You're doing quite nicely. You got a nice house, you got a nice wife, you got a nice family, you got a nice car, you got a nice... <laughs> horse that you ride into town on to get ice creams on a Sunday and I said oh lord what beefy do you mind um, because certainly I've seen kind of YouTube clips of preachers and and the odd uh, you know video on an odd channel um, oh, they are odd. They TV. are an odd video. Can I just add, because it must be very tiring to speak like that all the time. Yes, um, indeed I it mean, is, but do you, you know. Speak, do you speak like that all of the time? No, uh, I do not. Uh, when I am at home, I speak with a kind of a snickety pernickety kind of a voice. Could you, um, just, you know. Well, now you're asking me. Uh, you're asking me a lot, you know, I mean. My daddy, he said to me one day, he said, son, you are a persnickety, pernickety kind of man. And he left that day. (laughs) He went out into the shed and he did not return for three hours straight. But he did. Until dinner time. Yeah, I mean. Oh, he got mighty hungry. And I mean, was that? Out in that shed, not even a snack. 
Sure, I mean, but surely, you know, you were away from your, your father for longer periods than, than three hours at a time. I mean, you know. Never. No. <laughs> no, myself and my father, we stay side by side at all times. I see. And I mean, how does he feel about you working as an evangelical stripper? You know, what, what people often want to hear on Ireland's ear is a little bit about what makes the man a man. Uh, or indeed, sometimes the woman a woman. But um, I'm just trying to, I suppose, uh, do you mind if we delve a little into that? My child, you may delve a little Great. into that. Great. Because I suppose, I mean, how does he feel about you working as an evangelical stripper? Pretty awkward, pretty awkward to be stripping by your father at all times, but he, uh, he carries a newspaper and pretends to be real interested in that while I'm stripping away. And is he there sort of for your protection? Or? Wow, said somebody in the audience, I believe, or may I misheard? I don't know, I, I, think, I think I heard that. Who said hmm. wow? Who said wow out there? Oh my, we may have heard a voice from on high come to us. Did you say wow? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really sounded like that man's voice uh, earlier. Well, you know, we're always, you know, because this is a new experience for us to have a live audience, we'd be more than happy to, um, you know, hear your, your off-the-cuff Opinions uh, like that, I suppose. Wow would be a, a fine example of that kind of um, off-the-cuff uh, reaction to what's going on up here. Because I think you know we do. Myself and Michael rather, uh, you know, get get lonely um, out in the prefab. Sorry for, for a moment, beefy. I, I, I might just you go you ahead know, and testify, and my child. You testify. Bit novel to have this here. I mean, you're probably used to it as a stripper and a preacher. You'll always have an audience. Yes, yes. well, son, yo, you know, I've never had an audience before. <laughs> no, no. I mean, uh, um, so you're just, just take, gosh, right. So you're just taking your clothes off and what? near your dad. Yeah. <laughs> Myself and my father, we, uh, we live out in the farm miles from anyone and no man does it get awkward and so... <laughs> You know, I get to stripping uh, five or six times a day. And I'm sorry, I mean, and you know, I, I, I have to say there's a kind of a stereotypical uh, Mad Mike. Uh, no, uh, not Mad Mike. <laughs> <laughs> uh, magic. Thank you. Uh, magic Mike. Oh, Magic kind Mike. Of magic idea Mike. Of, oh, of yes. the male stripper. Oh, really, yes. you know, feeding mm. off the mm. crowd and, mm. and sort of doing a dance. Is it that or are you just taking off your your, um, your well, outfit. I feed on whatever. You see, I believe that we are, our, our path is guided by the Lord and if the Lord gives me goats then I shall strip for goats. Okay. And right. if the goats <laughs> shall turn their heads away then I shall strip Evermore until they will come and and yeah, I under. Sorry, are you, 
sorry, are you crying? Yes, I am, but entirely inside myself. Yeah, I, kind of I, I have internal there. tear ducts, and, and they they just, uh, I've been crying since the start of this interview, to be quite honest with you, and they, but they just come in and, and turn into uh, saliva, and occasionally I'll swallow my own tears. It's beautiful. And... I mean, was that a was that a literal thing you were saying that the goats turn away? Uh, literal. <laughs> As in, did I write a novel about this? Uh, uh, no. Yes, I did write a novel about this. The goats turn away is my fourth novel. Right, and are these um kind of? Evangelical stripper books, or uh, I mean, what kind? They're of in the evangelical stripper genre. That's right. Yes, I'm a genre writer myself, and you know, so if you, if you go to your local bookstore and you and you find the evangelical stripper novel section, okay, not the that. evangelical stripper factual section. That's a completely different section. No, I write only novels, and. Uh, they're, they're about a man who uh, strips for goats and tries to get the power of Jesus to to flow into those goats through the thrusting of his naked groin. Okay, and Beefy. Um, but can I ask you where you got the name Beefy? Well, no, you may not. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, so these books, I mean, I know I don't think you have one with you, but I wonder... Would you have a little section uh, that you might uh, spiel off? Well, I'm not sure what spiel off means, but if you want me to recite one of the novels, then I can. Well, not a whole novel. Well, uh, once I get started, it's going to be hard to get me to stop. Well, I'll stop you. (laughs) I hope you will. Okay. Copyright. (laughs) Beefy. 2016. ISBN 2907559010. All rights well by the author withhold and right to copy. Do not copy this book! By photocopying, don't lend it to anyone for money. Do not take this book out into the wilderness and and spread your seed on top of it, on top of a mountain. Is that all on that inside cover page? Oh, no, that's on the front cover. (laughs) Front and center. I want everyone to understand that right from the start. You are ready for something big. That's what it says on the on the on the on the. That's a lot of text. That's a lot of text. Lot of and text. then from there it just says beefy. God, I'm, I'm sort of, I suppose I'm Page one. Page one is a, a drawing of me uh, stripping for goats with my father by my side, holding my hand, and reading the paper and pretending like nothing's going on. And where's the evangelical bit? Well, I'm glad you asked. Page two. The evangelical bit. Porky was a 
simple man. He, every day he would get up and ride a horse into town and get... I hate to interrupt you, um, but uh, did we miss a bit where we heard about Porky or who that was? <laughs> <laughs> That's the, this is the opening line to the book. Sorry, it, I suppose it's one of those things that, you know, because um, I often find when I'm watching a film, I won't want to wait until things become clear. So I'll be like, something will happen and I won't know what it is. And I'll be like, sorry, can we pause it there? Um, what's going on? And um, then the person will be like, I don't, you know, the person I'm with, whoever that might be, will be like, I don't know yet. Uh, I think it'll become clear. My child, um, my child. Do you watch a... Do you watch a film with a different person every night? You can tell me now, you can tell me. Um, Is that a yes? I go to the cinema alone. And you can stop the film in the cinema? <laughs> well, they don't do it, but I'll shout it out. I'll say... Can we just pause that for a moment? <laughs> I find that really gets the attention of the people beside me. Uh, and they can't, even though the film will be going on, they can't really concentrate on it. So. We've all been there. Have we all been there? Can I get a hallelujah if you've ever gone to the cinema by yourself and shouted out about a minute and a half into the film? Can we pause it for a second? Because I don't know what's going on. Can I get a hallelujah? Hallelujah. Gosh, I must get all your numbers because, um, gosh, it's always been uh, uh, only me doing that. And uh, you know, I've always, I've always wanted a cinema partner, but not one that I met on Meetup.com. Why not? Oh, I just yeah, I've I can feel, said I can feel that. You're like that. Well. You know, I don't have any friends, but it's a little weird that you don't have any friends. So I don't really, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to meet up and be friends with somebody who doesn't have any friends. Exactly. They're kind of, they're probably going to be weird. I'd right? rather, yeah, I'd rather uh, sort of naturally slither my way into an established group. That's what I've been hoping for. Um, for and the when last you say while. when you say slither, and I understand that, I may be interviewing you more than you're interviewing me at this point. But when you say slither. Do you mean literally? Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes? <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. Um, I find that if you do that motion, uh, most people tend not to notice you. <laughs> but you don't want them to notice you? No, I find that uh, if I just am there for a while, again, this hasn't worked in the past, uh, I should <laughs> say, but um, I feel it will. Um, <laughs> One more question. One more question? You don't want me to re recite any more than one and a half sentences of this novel? Oh, no, yes, Porky. I'm sorry, again, very exciting for me to have this sort of engagement uh, away from the prefab. I'm just enjoying it perhaps a little too much. Uh, Porky, please. Uh, I know your name is Beefy. My name is Beefy. But uh, you were Porky, speaking about Porky. I mean, it's nothing to do with me, Porky. It's, a lot of people say, hey, Beefy... <laughs> this whole novel you wrote about a guy called Porky who strips for goats and tries to get them to believe in Jesus and uh, holds his father's hand the whole time. Is, is that really about you? And I say, man, my name is Beefy. Well, 
at least now I'm like, sorry, who's who's Porky? <laughs> I'm not like that anymore because it's you. <laughs> is it? No, no. No, 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 no. My Porky is my brother. Of course. Was my brother. Oh. Go on. <laughs> well, unfortunately, he did not. <laughs> yep, yep. There's a crude joke in there somewhere about sausages, but um, not appropriate. Oh, no, it is. Please go ahead. <laughs> uh, was he made into sausages? Uh, porky. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Are, are you sure you? Are you sure you wouldn't rather that I left the stage and you just interacted with the audience um, by yourself? And... Uh, no. Uh, what is a host without a guest? <laughs> well, that's what I ask myself uh, on, on many occasions. You, you know, they, uh, they, the term, uh, the host. Communion. Communion with the Lord. Unfortunately, we. I'm gluten intolerant, and my father, uh, he, he doesn't, just doesn't like bread, so, um, well. Could you use rice crackers? Oh, no, 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 uh, my father hates the Chinese. <laughs> well, um. So, you know, you ask what, yes, what happened to Porky? Let's read between the lines. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hypothermia. I'm sorry? Hypothermia? I don't know her. <laughs> no, I just meant if he's stripping out for goats, uh, he might have died of the cold, no? Oh, Porky never stripped for goats. Oh, right, but the book is about Porky stripping for goats. <laughs> well, as I say, the book is a fiction. I mean, Porky was, was, was stripping for a pack of wolverines. <laughs> So sort of a hodgepodge integration of you, Beefy, and Porky. Perhaps the book should have been about uh, Peefy or Borky, um, but no, it wasn't. You just chose his name. I don't name. think that would be... Well, you know, it's an integration of the two of you. Peefy? Borky? Beef and pork. I'm sorry. Um, you know what... Uh, I have Michael in my ear saying, it's my turn. Uh, so, uh, we're going to uh, do a bit of a switcheroo now. I'm going to have my tea. And um, uh, I, I will be over there, though, just soaking this all up, uh, drinking tea. And um, uh, thank you so much. No, thank thank you. you so much uh, for having we'll, we'll me. We'll get that book uh, into the library here. Um, in Unsha. Great. <laughs> Thank you. Well, that was magnificent. I think, I think we're all. I think we're. I think, I think we can all agree. Um, fascinating, fascinating character. Uh, well, now my next guest um, calls herself 
a scientist, but many people would disagree with that fact because she is, in fact, a flat earther and a climate change denier. Uh, Loretta Toucan, uh, welcome to the show. Thanks. Loretta, I, I mean, how, how long, you, you say you're a scientist. I am a scientist. Okay, did you, did, you, did you study science? Do you have a degree in science? I have an honorary degree uh, in science. Who gave you that honorary degree? Um, Trinity College. Sounded like you said Trinity. Yes. I've never heard of Trinity College. It's in Trinidad and Tobago. <laughs> <laughs> Again, that sounded like you said Trinidad and Tobago, which is, is not a place, see, Trinidad and Tobago. This is one of the things about people who don't understand that the earth is flat. There are many countries that people don't want you to know about because they're beyond the circumference. But if you keep going further and further, we've actually found so many new countries on the flatters that we've had to start just adopting old names of existing countries so, because we've run out of words to call the new countries. So we end up with things like Poland and the, uh, the, the Puny Kingdom and um, Trinidad and Tobago. But Puny Kingdom. Country. Puny ki- the Puny Kingdom. Is that supposed to sound like the United Kingdom? Well, we use that. There's another country called the Punited Kingdom, so... I'm so you, you went so far, you found the Punited Kingdom, and then you went and were like, well, even further, Puny Kingdom. How many countries are in the flat Earth? There must be over 2,000. 2,000 countries you've discovered so far. And how has nobody else found these countries? Because nobody wants to share that information. The, the common understanding has been that the Earth is round for the last God knows how long, since um, Cornelius. <laughs> Sorry, who's... The scientist, Cornelius. Who's, who's Cornelius? He is a scientist that pre-empted pre, um, the findings of... Um, Copernicus, <laughs> and uh, his writing uh, was about uh, then Copernicus claimed stole his knowledge, knowledge, fake knowledge about the Earth being round. This is like um, conspiracy theories on top of conspiracy theories. No, no theories, true facts. Wait, <laughs> which is true and which is not? Because you're saying that Cornelius's theories were were not true. No, no, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but this is true that there is a Cornelius who came up with these theories and then Copernicus stole them and claimed them as his own. Now, Copernicus <laughs> is perhaps mostly known uh, for saying that the Earth traveled around the sun. Not necessarily that the Earth was a globe. I mean, people knew that before. Look, I don't read. I, mean, I, think I don't p- read Crash. Okay? <laughs> I, I don't read, like, shitty magazines when I go to the airport. I bring a book. Okay? I'm not going to waste seven what? euro what? on a magazine that I can get on my iPad anyway. All the information is like, who's buying those trashy, trashy magazines? I don't know what magazines you're reading <laughs> that are all about. 
Copernicus. And uh, like, what about an actual science I'm book? Just, I'm actually comparing science books to those magazines. It's all the same. It's all trash, lies, lies that people want to be. You have to look a certain way. The Earth is round, uh, and, and 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 our climate is actually being in some way controlled by our behavior. Are you looking at like glamour magazines, and they're saying, "Listen, this is the new look for summer. Also, the Earth is round." No, <laughs> no, sir. I'm saying that a magazine like Glamour magazine is akin in trashiness to a science book, as you might know it. <laughs> okay. Let's let's go back uh, to the start, maybe for you, and then at some point we'll go back to the start of the world. I, I guess you have some theory of that. Okay. How did you come across these this alternative science? <laughs> what a question. Um, how did I? Yeah, do you want to repeat the question to give yourself some time to think about it? How did I come to believe what I How did you come across it? Where did you find... Uh, who, who told you that there is a flat earth and also that climate change isn't real? A meet-up group. A meet-up group. Okay. What was the name of this meet-up group? The G12. <laughs> the G12. So, um, not the G20... That's no. the country. We did have a summit. The G8. Oh, okay. You had a summit of the G12. How many people are in the G12? Twelve. Okay. <laughs> does that include you? Yeah. Uh, what does what does the G stand for in G12? G. Oh, okay. <laughs> like. Like oh G. <laughs> You're just saying the same word over and over. Like G, like what? What does that mean, G? Like, you know, like somebody like Jeepers Creepers or G, G Quiz or G, uh, G. It's just like, it's our frustration. Okay. It's, so you're frustrated. You met up with the G12. Yes. Were the G12 the G11 before you came along? Nope. So was these, were these just a disparate group of people that came together? Yes. What did you originally come together for? Uh, to hang out. <laughs> but was there like a pastime? Was it like, let's go all go to the cinema together or let's all meet up and discuss climate change? Uh, no, 100% chatting all the time, every time. So where would you meet to chat? Uh, Just like a street? Um, <laughs> uh, Lux Luxembourg. <laughs> Luxembourg, the country. It, we found, because it was a secret society, and still is, but we found that, okay, I'm just going to say, I think you're saying a secret society. Just some of the things you say are a little difficult to understand. Sorry, I used to work in communications, um, but since I haven't done that job, uh, job? I sort of job? let my skills slip. Uh, Your skill. If I'm just like going off on tangents and things, if that's what you mean. I didn't understand what that was, so maybe. Tangents. Oh, tangents. Yeah, sorry. Please pick me up on things if I'm not being clear. 
I'll try to be a little bit clearer. Okay, okay. So we met up and we decided basically we'll go and uh, we'll meet in some country that's not any of our own countries and we decided let's go for a very small country and then we'll just eventually bump into each other. So you all just went to Luxembourg and, and hoped to meet each other. How, I mean, Luxembourg, that's... I mean, it's a small country, but it's still like 100 miles across or something. No, it's it? not. How big is Luxembourg? It's 100 miles across when you look at it as if the world is round. But actually, when you know and see the world is flat, it all kind of crumples up on, its, on itself. So it's really little. It's like the size of this room. <laughs> Luxembourg, the country, is the size of this room. I don't know what the population of Luxembourg is. Let's say 200,000 people. How do they fit in, in this room? They're very small. <laughs> Luxembourgies, Luxembourgians, the Luxembourg people are very small. Again, you see, you get this special way of seeing things when you know the truth about the world. You might see them as big people, but actually, because I know the truth, I see the world as it truly is. How did you? Different. How did you find this truth? How did you come chatting. across chatting? So you just figured out between you, hey, do you know what? I think Luxembourg's probably the size of this room, and someone else said, yeah, that's probably because everyone's really small. <laughs> Good. Um, are the rest of the G12 still active? Are oh. they? Yeah. <laughs> there was some kind of deeper meaning to that. What, what does that mean? Oh, yeah. We're together. You, like, romantically? All 12 of you are like a romantic group, a grouping. We call ourselves a conglomerate. <laughs> That's a sexy term. Um, so this conglomeration, this conglomerate, the G12, how many male, how many female, what's the breakdown there? It had to be six and six. So, okay, that, that worked out pretty well. Um, would you say you're a conglomerate of sexual? I suppose I would. <laughs> Great. I suppose yeah. I would, yeah. That's never... I mean, I think, you know, I'm not sure if anyone else has kind of done that, like been part of a conglomerate or what you round earthers might call um, a, a mixed gender sexual... Fuckfest. <laughs> right. Uh, but um, I, A, would recommend it. And B, I'm not saying that it's the only thing I'm going to do. Like, I might go back to just being with one person in the future. But for right. now, I'm having a lot of fun. Um, because, you see, when, you're, when you have different beliefs to the general scientific community, you're ostracised in academia, you're ostracised in politics, you're ostracised in, in many, many arenas and, uh, and kind of groups and social, social patterns yeah. and, and, and groupings. Uh, do, you so, have a, do you have a job? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Where, where is that? Where do you work? TK Maxx. <laughs> TK Maxx. 
That's interesting. Uh, are you like floor staff? Yep. Um, and and do you try and sp spread the the truth? Oh yes. To to customers. I like to do my work really quickly, and then hide in the clothes, and then uh, uh, just like whisper loudly. Um, the, the reality of the world. Um, and Whisper loudly. Are you, when you say hiding in the clothes, are you like... <laughs> are you like in, in like between it, two racks? No, no, I just scratch You put the, the clothes, clothes on. <laughs> so someone's like, oh, this is an interesting shirt, and they pull it across, and you're inside the shirt, and you whisper, by the way, the earth is flat, and there's a place called Trimidad and Tremago. Yeah, because I feel like, you see, if you're wearing something that someone respects, yeah. you know, they want it for their own bodies. <laughs> And I'm basically mirroring them. I don't know if you know that kind of um, thing in psychology. Like, yeah. I could be like this. And you instantly respect what I'm saying a little bit more. Uh, so if you're sitting like me, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I, it's it's a similar thing. It's like um, I'm wearing clothes that they would wear. So they and are trying to I wear. have rapport with them. And they How many people have you converted via this method? No people. <laughs> Sorry, just just to clarify because it's difficult to understand. Did you say no people? No people. Zero. How long have you been trying it? I mean, you know, TK Max the workload is very heavy. Um like I don't know if you've been there in there on a Saturday. Oh um, yeah. <laughs> People are monsters when they go into TK Maxx. I mean, they pick, they pick things out. And I'm, I had friends that worked there before, and they told me that it wasn't a good place to work. But I didn't believe them. It was my dream. Um, and, but on a Saturday, people, and it would be so busy, people get very stressed when you're shopping. They'll be reefing things out, and they'll think like somebody down the aisle is like, I'm coming for this jacket. I better yeah. get the, and then they'll pull it out, they'll reef this one out, they'll be like, no, nah, I don't want it, but I don't want them to have a leader. And they'll just like reef it into the court. <laughs> Throw it into have the... Have you ever been thrown across TK Maxx because you're hiding in a shirt and somebody reefs it out and just tosses it away? Certainly. Oh, that's how many times? Oh, oh countless. Countless <laughs> times you've just been thrown across TK Maxx. And are you trying to spread the word as you're hurtling through oh, the air? Yes. Oh, dear. Oh, yes. Um, climate change. Uh, world Earth's temperatures have been increasing for the past 100 years. Uh, How do you explain that? How do you explain that? Uh, oh, if I had, if I had like four euro, you really don't? appreciate it. <laughs> You'd really appreciate it. Uh, my parking's up, so just... Uh, probably just have to let that go and get clamped, though. Clampers, that's another... That's another fake thing in the world. Sorry, that's not real. Um, so what, I mean, I've seen, like, people be clamped. I've been clamped myself. What, how is that not a real thing? Uh, basically, they're just having a laugh. They're, they're, they're pranksters, gangsters, 
and uh, geniuses. <laughs> but um, the money does not go back to the government. Really? Uh, they're just buying those clamps on the dark web and um, <laughs> they know how to use them. They'll just go around with their clamps. Um, how, okay, speaking of the dark web, how do you explain satellites? If the Earth is if the Earth is flat and seemingly endless, yeah, how do the satellites stay they in just, orbit? They just go over and back <laughs> on big rails <laughs> in the sky. M- rails made of glass, so you can't clean them when you're looking up. You just literally did you right come up rails. with this theory while hiding uh, it's underneath? Not a the- theory, okay, man. Did, did you come up with this truth while? <laughs> Hiding in a jacket underneath a rail. Look, I have a draw. I have a drawing of this. So I don't know what that means. Here, you're like that's conclusive. So it's a diagram with callouts and annotations. It looks like callouts. Callouts, little balloons with the labeling of the items in the picture. Not like speech bubbles. No, but it's very, very evidence-based. (laughs) <laughs> well, listen, I think, um, I think we're going to have to leave it there. I don't know if you're going to convince me of this flat earth thing I or the climate change. I didn't to convince you. No? Yeah. Why did you come here then? Why did you agree to this interview? They said they you had time to kill? You're looking at your they, watch there. They said they uh, provide lunch. <laughs> Is lunch being provided? Well, it's 11 o'clock. <laughs> or it's 10 probably in the evening. Uh, you you want lunch? lunch now? Late lunch? <laughs> we'll see what we can do. A few sandwiches? <laughs> Might be some chocolate backstage. Chocolate's not a lunch. <laughs> no, I. Maybe I you should just pop out the centra and make me a ham sandwich. sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not a lunch or being provided. Yeah, uh, uh, we'll sort something out. Okay. We'll sort something out. Uh, this, I feel like this makes me sound a bit like. Mental, like a bit desperate. It's not really how I wanted to leave it. How did you? How did you want to leave it then? Just looking good. Well, I think you can't look better uh, than you have now. Um, before we go, uh, I'd like to thank uh, DJ um, Windowshine for DJing this entire interview. Um, uh, he's just laid down some beats, fat beats underneath this. So uh, if that's what you're wondering about what was going on at home, that's, that's it. Um, uh, Even crisps. <laughs> just, just something savoury. Savoury, right. I'm sure we can get some crisps for you at the bar. They probably have crisps. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay, great. Um, Loretta, uh, Tukin, uh, thank you very much for being on the show. Thank you. And thank you very much uh, for being here for Ireland's Ear Live. Until next time, we don't have a slogan to end. <laughs> thank you. <laughs>